Welcome to the sixth episode of the Thoughts from the Glen podcast, your stop for discussion concerning meaningful topics in life. The title of this episode is, My Name is Gratitude. I'm Jason Truett Glenn, and first I'd like to simply say, Happy Thanksgiving from my family to yours. In this episode, I'll be revisiting a blog post I wrote for Thanksgiving nine years ago. I've revisited this post a few times over the last decade, and I've added to it as, as time moves on. I'll add to it again as the depth of my gratitude for God, family, and friends only continues to grow. My life is a vast chasm of need, and yet is filled to overflowing by boundless grace, mercy, kindness, and generosity of our Lord Jesus Christ. I hope you ha- will be encouraged to reflect on your own journey of need and the provision that met you on that road. I am thankful. This isn't just a fleeting expression to be made on a day or two during the calendar year. This phrase is is representative of our very being. My name is gratitude. The essence of my life is wrapped up in the generosity of God. 1 Thessalonians 5, 16-18 says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, In everything give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. It's God's will for us in Jesus because it is the only appropriate response that the created can give to a good creator. It is the only appropriate response that the redeemed can give to the redeemer. It is the only appropriate response that the saved can give to the Savior. My mind often reflects on the story of Jean Valjean, the protagonist uh, from Victor Hugo's 1862 Les Mis. Uh, I'm reminded of, of how Valjean, in the midst of his sinful brokenness and deep need for grace, sought refuge in the church and was amazed at the hospitality given to him from the bishop. I remember uh, Valjean's words to the bishop. Monsieur le cure. You're good-hearted. You don't treat me with contempt. You invite me into your home. You light candles for me, yet I've made no secret of where I come from and what a wretch I am. The bishop, sitting beside him, gently touched his hand. You didn't have to tell me who you were. This isn't my house. It's the house of Jesus Christ. This door does not ask whoever enters whether he has a name, but whether he is in distress. You're in distress. You're hungry and thirsty. You're welcome here. And don't thank me. Don't say, I'm inviting you into my home. No one is at home here except whoever needs a refuge. I tell you, a passing visitor, this is your home more than mine. Everything here is yours. Why should I need to know your name? Besides, even before you told me, I already knew your name. The man's eyes widened in astonishment. Really? You knew me by name? Yes, replied the bishop, by the name of brother. 
And yet after this scene, Valjean still attempts to, to steal what has been freely offered to him. He still seeks a satisfaction outside of grace, hoping to be his own master and, uh, and to confront his circumstances under his own logic and power. But the bishop will have none of it. And as the authorities return Valjean to the bishop with the stolen silver in hand, the bishop testifies that Valjean has been freely given the silver and, and then scolds him for not taking the most valuable silver candlesticks. In private, the bishop reminds Valjean what this grace, this unwarranted generosity means. It means that Valjean is not his own anymore. He belongs to God. What a vivid picture of our lives. Thanksgiving is a beautiful holiday. I'm grateful that I've lived most of my life in a nation that has an official day of expressing communal gratitude. But please don't let it go unnoticed that on Thanksgiving, we celebrate the heritage of indigenous peoples showing charity to and sharing wisdom with the pilgrims who were among the first European settlers on the continent. An immense amount of hospitality was required from the Native Americans that received the pilgrims in friendship rather than as enemies. To suggest that God was not in that historical moment because the pilgrims were white European colonials, for instance, and the land had been inhabited by Native Americans for centuries, is to miss the historical truth and to be robbed of the right understanding of our common station in this life. And to, to attempt to steal um, the, the extreme gesture of generosity that the Native Americans were extending at that moment. We are all in a vulnerable condition in this life, and in need of grace. The Jewish-French philosopher Emmanuel Levinas once wrote that suffering is the impossibility of nothingness. To suffer is to erase all doubt that you're alive. In solidarity with Levinas' statement about suffering, I offer the observation that gratitude, thanksgiving, uh, testifies to the impossibility of a human self-sufficiency. They are a testimony of our continual need and a picture of our soul. We are brothers and sisters in need. The Native Americans taught the pilgrims how to survive in this new land because they had felt the need to survive in the same land for countless generations. Our celebration of Thanksgiving holiday is a time to remember so that we can keep our condition fresh in our hearts. Whether we are aware of it or not, Jesus has done what is necessary for us to move forward in a new life, despite our sins and struggles. Despite the fact that we often take advantage of his grace and love, running with the lesser silver, if you will while he wants to give us the more valuable candlesticks of joy and peace. I am thankful. The Lord has blessed my family and me greatly. There is no doubt that suffering has taught us to thank God and that we have learned to thank God in suffering. We continue to learn that all things are a gift. All things are a means to grow closer to the other who gave us life. As I wrap it up here on um, this Thanksgiving holiday, I wanted to share a few notable quotes about gratitude and thanks thankfulness. 
And of course, we must start with that famous American, Willie Nelson. <laughs> when I started counting my blessings, he says, my whole life turned around. Henry David Thoreau wrote, I am grateful for what I am and have. My thanksgiving is perpetual. The ancient philosopher Cicero reportedly wrote, Gratitude is not only the greatest of virtues, but the parent of all the others. And not to leave out those across the pond, the, the brilliant G.K. Chesterton wrote that, Thanks are the highest form of thought, and gratitude is happiness doubled by wonder. Let us thank the Father today. Thank you, Father. Thank you for love, companionship, camaraderie, brotherhood, sisterhood, intimacy, shelter, generous and, and surprising gifts, turkey, green bean casserole, trees, fall leaves, rain, laughter, color, smell, sight, pets, friends, family, daughters, Dr. Pepper, <laughs> pipe smoking, good books, wood fireplaces, sushi, panang curry, and countless other little things. Thank you for locations, uh, people in my life, for cities such as College Station in Fort Worth, Texas, Wake Forest, North Carolina, Chattanooga and Dayton, Tennessee, Shanghai, China, and Lynchburg, Virginia. Thank you for trials, pain, hardships, suffering, and challenges that have drawn my family and I near to you and have helped refine me to look more like you. All good things are of God, and I am thankful for all of them. I appreciate you taking this short time to listen to yet another episode of Thoughts from the Glen. As you eat your Thanksgiving dinner and step into a time of holiday gatherings, remember the wise words of Oscar Wilde. After a good dinner... One can forgive anybody, even one's relations. Until next time, this is Jason Truett Glenn reminding you that we don't live in a world without love.